Every New Year's Eve night, I am reminded just how good our beagle Sadie can hear. Because of the fireworks? Yes. I forget that people shoot off fireworks on New, New, Year's. Year's, New Year's Eve. So with 4th of July, I know it's coming, right? So I, I put her in the bedroom. I play some music. I shut the blinds and she's chill. But New Year's Eve, I always forget. And without fail, she just shows up in whatever room that we're in. And she just starts pacing and looking nervously at the windows and we can't even hear it. No, we can't even hear it. But we know that something's going on because she is the queen of pacing uh, around the house when either there's a natural disaster about to hit or fireworks. Yeah, she's if she had a Kleenex in her sleeve, she would be ringing it as she paced about the house. She would. That's how old she is. So uh, anyways, hopefully your New Year's last night was less anxiety filled than Sadie's. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and I am grateful for new beginnings. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my husband's cooking. I uh, want to be one of the first people to wish you a happy new happy 2020. Decade. Happy, not even happy new year. Happy new decade. This is big. I feel excitement. I'm glad you do. I want to talk about Lily first, and then I want to talk about my New Year's Eve freak out. So Lily yesterday was, and from Lily, I will say, is our more sensitive and a little bit dramatic of a child. She's just very sensitive. So whenever anybody's upset, she'll run to be with them. If Jeff happens to raise his voice, like even if he's telling a story, she'll come running in and cuddle up and snuggle. Like she'll start. Anyway, and she's some, very sensitive. And somehow, I mean, dogs are awesome. And somehow she knows the difference between like, if I am, speaking angrily like and and a mad at somebody mm-hmm. because she'll go to Callie almost like for protection. Like if I'm on the phone with a customer service person and I'm like, I've already called you 10 times and I'm getting mad or frustrated or if, if, if Callie and I are, are arguing about something or whatever, she runs to Callie. But if I am raising my voice because like I'm upset which to me sounds the same. Mm-hmm. She comes to me. She does. She's very sensitive. We call her our emotional support dog. We do our emotional support pot cake. And she yeah, yesterday was freaking out and I don't know what it is, but normally we, you, speak, well, you have a theory. Well, I have a theory, but normally I speak Lily pretty well. So we know if she wants water, if she wants food, if she wants to go out, she lets us know. And then she does whatever it is. Like Lily is not a dog that is just a whiner unless she wants something. If she comes to you and like paws at you or like bites you, you know, does that thing like bite your hands to mm-hmm. get your attention, like not to hurt you, but to like, Hey, it's like, Timmy fell down a well, lassie stuff. She, yes. When you stand up, she will run to her food dish, 
her water bowl, the back door. She'll tell you. Yep. So Lily yesterday was walking around the house crying, but we would say, hey, do you want to go outside? And she didn't want to go outside. And then we would, she was standing behind Chef for a little while and she didn't want food. She, it was like the weirdest thing. And I honestly thought for a second, we thought she was sick. Cause then she jumped on our bed, curled up, moved the pillows, jumped behind the pillows and started shaking. Made like a nest, like a weird, I'd never see her do it. Never seen her do it before. Was she like burrowed into the pillows and made like a nest under the pillows. And then she was shaking. So we were worried for a second that she was sick. And then we're having that conversation that dog owners have where you're like, do we want to spend $200 at the vet? Maybe she's fine, whatever. So earlier that day, Jeff, and we'll tell you about this in a minute, had had a moment. And then I started purging our house, which is something we had a house in South Carolina up until this year, we sold it. And every year before the start of the lake season, it was on a lake, we would purge the whole house. And granted, there wasn't a lot of stuff in that house because it wasn't lived in year round like we live in our house now but we would go through and purge everything so i said to jeff hey we should do that with our home here and just do a top to bottom purge once a year and he was like great so i started purging today jeff was upset in the morning and then by the afternoon this dog was full on melting down and when we say purge basically we go into the guest room closets that we never use the the like we Junk have a, drawers we have that a, accumulate a dresser that our tv is on in the living room and it's we use it as a tv stand but it has drawers underneath it that just accumulate somehow they just accumulate things Right. So we were going into each room and doing that. We were putting stuff in trash bags to take to Goodwill, all of that kind of thing. Lily was having a meltdown. My theory is that she was really anxious between you being upset earlier and then us loading trash bags. And we've been gone a lot lately. I think she thought she was being left. I even, Jeff was loading up stuff for Goodwill and opened the front door and our dogs do not run. They hang. They're really good. They'll come greet us in the driveway. And then they go immediately back in the house. And Lily, when Jeff opened the door, ran out and jumped into Jeff's car. It was, and it, she has done that maybe once or twice. She before. used to do it at the lake when we were getting ready to leave the lake, she would jump in the car so we couldn't leave her. So I think maybe she was feeding off of your energy and then thinking that maybe like Maybe she thought I was moving out. Maybe she thought I was mad at you. Or she thought that we were getting a divorce and glad to know who she would choose because she jumped <laughs> in the car with you. <laughs> poor, poor Lily. But she seems okay now. Like, you know, fast forward uh, a, a, a 12 hours or so and she seems Yeah, she's okay. a lot better. It was so weird though. She wasn't sick. What? No. I mean, she was fine. It. it I think it's like... That's, a, I think, the biggest thing that scares me about having babies around is them, is that age where they're just upset and you have no idea why. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, they could be upset because it's a little drafty or because their kidneys are failing and you just don't know. Right. Because they can't even point right. to their kidneys or yeah. at the blanket. They're yeah, just. And, and so I was like, God, how long does that period of time last? That's like birth to what, three? Yeah. That is a lot. I don't understand that. I don't know how you do it, parents. I'm not ready. Can't do it. Not going to be able to do it. Can't even handle the nervous mutt. 
And now I got to do it with kids. I don't know. Uh, all right. So here's the reason that I was anxious yesterday is. Are we going to tell the backstory of kind of what happened? Because Jeff went from being a little flustered to kind of as far as Jeff goes, kind of a meltdown. Yeah, I don't remember. It. Sorry, I'm drinking champagne. It's New Year's. We're recording this on New Year's. So I'm like champagne. Um, that was so loud. Sorry, I didn't mean for it to be loud. I thought I was being discreet. I remember what happened. We were in the midst of like cleaning and stuff like that. Yep. You were upset that about how the day was going. Like he was telling me like, Hey, I want to go to lunch. I want to go, you know, have a drink. I want to celebrate the year, all of this stuff. I know what started it is you came in like in the morning. And as the day started, you said, I'm going to spend the whole day purging or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you are? And you're like, yeah, that's going to start today. And I'm like, cool, me too. So I started in the bedroom and in my closet. And then I came around the corner and you were sitting on the couch watching Downton Abbey. And I was like, I thought you were going to purge. Because I thought we were doing it together. And that's what set me off. Okay. So I was watching the last 20 minutes of Downton Abbey because I couldn't watch the end of it because Jeff was snoring so loud. He fell asleep on the couch. I love you. Um... So I just wanted to la- watch the last 20 minutes of that. And then Jeff was like, well, what are we going to do today? I, wanna, I thought we were purging. It just was a thing. And then um, we were going to have New Year's Eve with my best friend. And Jeff realized that it's funny what sets you off. Not you, but what sets us off. Sometimes it's like it was something t- small, but it's like feels like something bigger. So we were getting ready to leave to go to this new year's Eve thing. And Jeff realized that all of his pants were in the dryer at the same time. So he had no clean pants and I didn't even have my tracksuit pants. <laughs> they were in the wash too. I had, I had no clean pants that were appropriate to wear. I mean, if I wanted to wear a suit, I said, you should just wear a suit. I'm going to wear a suit, but I had no like clean pants to wear to New Year's Eve. And then like the two or three pair that I had that weren't clean didn't fit because I'm fat. So that just like, it it was that. And then it was just like, and then the thing, the other thing, the weird thing that set me off was I was so excited for noon year's Eve, like going to a bar and having like a shot at noon and like being that whole thing. And then Callie threw in a, do you just want to go to Houston and get some to Houston's and get some tendies? And I was, it, that just set me off too. Cause I'm like, no, this is special. It's noon year's Eve. It's not tendies Tuesday. So I, it was, you know, I misread that whole situation a couple times today. And then um, he just started to like, he just laid on the bed and just kind of had a new year, new year's Eve, a little meltdown. Yeah. If you want to know what I was doing at noon on new year's Eve, I was sitting on my bed in my underwear because I had no pants <laughs> crying. That was me. That was Why what were I was you crying? Doing. I think I just... Cause that's the pivotal point of our arguments, by the way, like we were kind of like, <laughs> I take off my pants and start to cry. Yeah. <laughs> that's know. our argument. That's we how were, our arguments. End. And we weren't even, we were bickering a little bit. And then, um, he laid down on the bed and I could see his eyes kind of like welling up. And I was like, are you okay? 
And he said, I think this year is just all coming out right now. And he had a moment and then that was the end of our thing. And I apologize and he apologized, but you were really upset. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think I was just feeling anxiety for the end of the year and all that stuff. And it just built up. But, but part of the reason that I think I had a little bit of a meltdown is because I was, I am almost scared to be excited for this year. You've said that a couple times. And is it because 2018 and 2019 were really bad? It's because 2018 was really bad. And I came out of 2018. Like, if you remember, the last acts of 2018 were like, I totaled your car. One, mm-hmm. you were in the hospital. And then I went and spent a night in the hospital for my for my SVT with my heart. So that was like the end of 2018. And I go, that's a literal and a figurative crash and burn. Right? right. At the end of the year. And I'm like, it can't get any worse. And then 2019 came along and was like, here, hold my beer. Yeah. yeah, watch this in 2019. And but I was so, I remember being so excited to go from 2018 and all the promise of 2019. So deep down inside, I feel all this promise for 2020, but I'm almost scared to admit it. I am really excited about 2020 because I feel like 2018 was a disaster. And it wasn't a disaster to anyone that you know, is following us on Instagram and stuff. It was really a lot of underneath boiling of the job stuff that Jeff was going through. And that's what made it a really hard year. That was the consistent problem. It was like fire, 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 left and right with the job. But it was only one thing. It was just, we were constantly putting out fires with Jeff's show and Jeff's job. And it was just, it was so tense and stressful on like where we lived and all this stuff. And then 2019 just had a lot of hard stuff, but we also, I think 2019 was the setup for a great 2020. Okay. I, and we talked this through. Yeah. I mean, cause 2018 was the job stuff. 2019, we spent a lot of time super worried about Jeff's mom. Um, we spent a lot of time super at the beginning of the year, super worried about Jeff's job and how, how that show was going to go and if his contract was going to be renewed and, and it wasn't. So that worked itself out and we're on to something new now. Um, the baby thing. I don't, Jeff said he's not stressed about the baby thing. I'm not. What do you mean? I'm not stressed. About getting pregnant. No, not yet. Cause he's just like, that's out of our control. So that's well, and I'm not stressed about it because I, I, I'm, I just somehow think that we will have a baby in the year 2020. Mm -hmm. So in my head, we got a couple months left to, to put that in the oven. Yes. Like not a lot, like January, February, maybe March, but I think I just believe that. And then, but the other thing with the baby stuff that's different is I'm a control freak. Like I like to be in control of stuff. And if I can't control something, I want there to be somebody smarter or more talented or more gifted than me involved that I can see. A la doctors. 
Right. So with the baby stuff, we can go see a doctor and a doctor could say, hey, I think you should wait another year. And we could be like, ah, we don't like that advice. And we go see another doctor and that doctor could say, hey, here's some stuff you could start next month if it doesn't mm-hmm. happen. And we could go, oh, we like that doctor. And we could, like, we have control over our destiny mm-hmm. as far as our time and finances permit. Right. With the job stuff, I would go get second opinions about stuff that was happening at the radio station. And the people were like, yeah, you're exactly right. You should trust your gut. And I'd be like, great. But then I could do nothing about it. So it was almost like watching a torpedo come at my ship with, and, and, and being mute, having my voice be mute to everyone else. Yeah. It's like I'm running around waving my arms and people are like, what's he all worked up about? Which you know what I mean? super exhausting. Which is so exhausting. And then you add on top of that, just normal anxiety and just whatever. So that's why I'm not stressed about the baby stuff. Yeah. So I think it's okay to be excited for 2020. In fact, I think you should be excited for 2020 because I think that's the word that we were talking about yesterday, which is hope. Like that is hope. Be hopeful. I hope this makes sense. I am excited about 2020. I am afraid to show that excitement or I'm afraid. Oh, I understand. I'm afraid to put that excitement out there because I don't almost don't want to jinx it. Right. I get you. You know, like we, we like 2020 is, is the perfect house and we're going to put an offer in on it, but we're not going to tell anyone yet. I because understand. if we tell somebody, then that's going to get jinxed and somebody will outbid us. So 20, I'm excited to move into this new house of 2020, but I ain't telling anybody just how excited I am. Except for everyone that listens to our show, are you making right. any? Are you making any resolutions? Uh, yes, I am going to make. I am going to make resolutions, but I'm not going to call them resolutions because then I'm just setting myself up to fail. I'm going to make um, tiny little commitments. Are you going to write them down and share them? Are we going to do that tomorrow? Yeah, we'll do that on uh, tomorrow's episode. But like one of them, for example, is just 15 minutes of physical activity a day. That's And I'm going to commit to it for 10 days. That's oh, it. That's and, that, and that starts today. Like micro goals. Yes, but just 15 minutes because I know me. And once I've got my running shoes on and once I've got my track suit on and I'm on the streets, then I'll be then I'll go, well, you know what? I've already walked 15 minutes. So I'm going to go 30. Yeah. I know that of myself. It's my, the getting there. I know that of myself. So that's mine. What about you? I want to give a little more thought and craft my resolutions. I've been giving thought to them, but I did come up with a word of the year. And last year I picked the word delegation because I wanted to delegate more. And I think I did a really good job of delegating last year with a lot of things. I let people help me and it wasn't easy, but that was what I wanted to my last year to be about. And it was in some ways I would like this year to be about peace. Okay. So like peas and carrots peace. Oh, like a piece of pie. You're so weird. Like peace on earth. Um, Here's what I want peace with. I feel like I have been so on edge the past two years that this year I would like to focus on peace in the present. So even if things get really crappy this year, which I hope they don't, to be at peace with where they are as part of the process. Um, 
Well, that goes back to my um, aff- my daily affirmation. Everything is always working out for me. Yes. So no matter what is happening, good or bad, you need to trust that it's leading to you to, to a good place where you should be. Right. So I would like peace with our show. I would like peace with our brand. I would like, not that it's in upheaval or anything like that, but I would like inner peace with what we're doing. You know, we're doing the show, we're doing the brand, and I would like to be more peaceful about the steps instead of constantly second guessing myself, constantly feeling insecure, those things. So peace is going to be a word for me. I want peace in my friendships. Um, peace in our marriage doesn't really count because you and I have a great relationship. So I want I want a peace in my marriage. What? You want a what? Peace in my marriage. <laughs> you don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, he's making lewd gestures, Jeff. Uh, anyway, so peace is my word for 2020. As of resolutions, I or as for resolutions, I will have those. I'm going to spend some time carefully crafting them. Now, you used to do hobbies for resolutions. Your resolutions used to be like, I remember when we were dating at least two years in a row, you're like, this is going to be the year I take more photos. Yes. I have somewhere a piece of paper that is like New Year's resolutions from the year 2014 or 2015. Have them. And you like used to down. you used to do that every year though. Yes. Maybe I'll do that today and I'll have it for tomorrow. But I used to write a list of stuff, like detailed stuff. Like I would like to be a better photographer. So I would take like a Skillshare course on photography, for mm-hmm. example. And then I would enter into photography contests and I would try to do stuff like you that. You actually entered into photography contests? Yeah. Don't didn't you you knew that? No, I didn't. The picture that I have, I don't know where it is, but it used to be hanging up in the lake house, I think, that is a Delta, it's out a window of a Delta plane looking down the tarmac on a rainy day. Yeah. That won an award. Really? Yes. What award? That's why it's so framed. I don't know, some dumb photography contest that I entered online. Look at you. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. So, um... I think it's titled rain delay or something. I don't know. Uh, But what I need to, before I do that, what I have to fix is I have this terrible, and if anybody has solved this mystery, I would love to hear from you. I have this terrible tendency to fill every moment with busy work. Mm -hmm. I can't shut off and just be done. So, like if everything is done for a show that we're that we're creating and it's online and it's done and it's all that, then my mind will immediately go, oh, well, I can work ahead. I can work three shows ahead. That'll help me out tomorrow. And I just fill every single minute. You do. And I have to be much better about that. Because you always are working ahead, but you're always working ahead. Right. You know what I yes. mean? Like there's, you're never caught up because you're always working ahead. You're like, oh, well, I'm three days ahead, but I could be seven. Exactly. I want to be better about that. So if you have, what we would like um, to hear from you about is if you can solve that mystery, how to do that. But also if you are making an out of the ordinary resolution, like if you're making a, a not a quit smoking, not a workout more, not an eat healthier, not a... uh spend more time 
you know, with my family resolution. But if you're, mm-hmm. if your resolution is something odd, like I want to travel to four countries this year or something along those lines, we would love to hear from you at 800-434-5454. Thank you to Rothy's for sponsoring this week's shows. Rothy's are my favorite flats. I love the loafer style. I love that they're sustainably made. They're made from water bottles, although you would never know it because they are so comfortable. The literal most comfortable shoe that I own. If you haven't tried Rothy's, you want to try them now. Trust me, they are Cali approved. They were Cali approved before they were an advertiser on the show. Go to rothys.com slash upside to get your new favorite flats. Again, I love the loafer style, so check those out. Comfort, style, and sustainability, these are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash upside. A few minutes ago, I mentioned Skillshare. If you don't know what that is, it is a online learning community, and they are a sponsor of the show this week. Uh, They offer uh, members a chance to watch videos to learn about topics that are interested in. They have entrepreneurial videos. If you have a small business or if you have a big business and want to learn more about different departments, they've got that. They've got creative. They've got coding. They've got crafts. uh, They've got photography, which is what I mentioned earlier. I guarantee you, if your New Year's resolution involves becoming smarter in some area, they've got you covered and you can try them out two months absolutely free of their premium membership by going to Skillshare.com slash upside. That's Skillshare.com slash upside. 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 Welcome to the upside. I'm going to end the episode here with some brutal truths that I think we all need as reminders going into 2020. Okay, I'm a little scared. These are brutal. And and I I wrote down that they're selfish because they sound selfish. They sound self-serving, Okay, but they're not. Like it's these things that I'm telling you, these brutal truths that I'm sharing are not selfish, okay? Okay. Like for example, investing in yourself is not selfish. It's the most worthwhile thing that you can do. Did you see my Instagram stories? No. That is literally on my Instagram stories today. I mean, yesterday I did a a whole series about investing yourself. I swear to you. I, I don't doubt you. Why oh my you? gosh. I, is it, yes. fr- is it from the article in? No, Inc. I com? thought of it. Oh, I yeah. thought of it myself. It says, um, hold on. If you don't love yourself, please invest in that. No one can take it away from you. Um, Because I just think that's something, literally, that is an investment that zero people can take. And and the theory is, like, the the phrase that everybody uses is you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be fulfilled. You have to have the love. Your cup of self-love has to be full before you can care for other people. But another like more gruesome way to think of that is what do they tell you every single time you take a plane flight? If something happens and the oxygen masks drop down, put yours on first before you help anybody around you, including your children. The reason being is you're going to do no good to your kids if you have passed out from lack of oxygen. That is so true. And I think that people have to know themselves and love themselves before they can really receive love because you have to know yourself and to love yourself to know what 
to tell other people how to love you. You know what right. I mean? Like I, yes. if I don't know me, I'm just, just being the Callie that is just being Callie for Jeff. I'm not being a partner and a person. So once I know and love who I am, I can say, Hey Jeff, this is what I need. And that's what opened me up to you. You can't, here's another one, another selfish, but brutal truth. You cannot make everyone happy. If you try, you will lose yourself. That has been a hard one for me to learn. Stop trying to please start respecting your value, your principles, and your autonomy. Oh, I did that this year, you last did. year, 2018. Well, well, those are the, what, what do you call them, boundaries or? Yes, I'm so big on boundaries. Uh, let's see, what else here? Your obsession, this one hit me like a truck, ready? Yeah. Your obsession with finding happiness is what prevents its attainment. So, so basically, if you're always chasing what's bigger, what's better, what's faster, what's prettier, what's stronger, what's whatever, then you're not going to appreciate what you currently have. Mm. And chances are the place that you're sitting right now, the world that you're living in right now is significantly better than the world you from 10 years ago even wished for. Mm -hmm. And if you don't stop to appreciate that, then you're never, ever, ever going to be happy because you're always going to be chasing happiness. So true. So I'll, um, I've got like 25 of these. Oh, okay. So I'll, we'll do some at the end of uh, every episode for, for the rest of the first week of 2020. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We've got big plans for the upside for the podcast and for all things Callie and Jeff going forward in 2020, going forward into this new decade. Oh, we're so excited. This is going to be our first full year of the Callie and Jeff brand of the upside podcast. This is just, it's just going to be a great year. And you know, we can't do it without you. So thank you for that. But we're also going to be leaning on you to help spread the word and to help us create more for this community and to tell us how we can help spread the word. Who is better about being our ambassadors than y'all who know us and listen to us and engage with us already every single day? So we're going to be leaning on you for that a little bit this year. So I hope you don't mind. It's going to be hopefully a really big year of growth for us. And um, we can't do that without you. So thank you in advance. Thank you for everything we've done because we would not even be sitting here starting a new year without you. It would be impossible. Um, So yeah, happy 2020. Welcome to January. Hey, Kalia, Jeff. It's Zach from Dallas, Texas. I was just calling in response to you guys talking about your extra grocery runs during the week. I know my wife and I had that problem early on. We would go to Walmart and spend seventy, eighty dollars on one meal for four people. Um, when we moved to Texas, we ended up doing just once a week, and now that we are doing every other week when I get paid using Costco membership, we've noticed a substantial savings in our food budget. Uh, we are spending anywhere from one hundred and fifty, two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars a week to spending roughly three hundred every two weeks for my wife and I and our boy. So meal planning is definitely key. You do have to have your meals two weeks in advance, but just think of the cost savings, especially going to the new year. Happy New Year. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. 
about two months ago, I went through my bra drawer. I got rid of all of my old bras and I started replacing them one at a time with third love bras. They say that they have the perfect fit and you know that I will not tell you anything is Cali approved unless it actually is Cali approved. So I took the fit finder quiz. You go online and it asks you all of these questions about your current bra and they sent me a new bra size and it fits perfectly. I absolutely love it so much that I was so willing to get rid of every bra that I own and start over with Third Love. Right now, you can go to thirdlove.com slash upside to go find your perfect fitting bra and you get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 15% off today. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Amy from Ackworth. I love noon day years. Noon Year's Day. Sorry. That's amazing. My husband has to get up really early for work the next day, so it's very hard for us to be able to celebrate, but we're still too young to not celebrate, so we end up being really tired the next day. So I love this. We're putting it into practice immediately. Jeff, you are brilliant. Callie, come on, get on board. You'll like it. Who doesn't like to drink during the day? Day drinking for a cause. Love it. Love you guys. Bye. Good morning, Callie and Jeff. This is Jessica from Cartersville. Happy New Year. I have just been ruminating on something that Callie said the other morning uh, when you guys were talking about her introducing you for your Valentine's show. She said something very, very important, and I think everybody needs to hear this for the new year. I don't want to. It's just as simple as that sometimes. Sometimes you can't say that to your boss. Sometimes you can't say that to yourself, but I think sometimes we can say that to our kids. I sometimes think we we can say that to our family and to our friends, and uh, have a good day. So, thanks. I love y'all. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I'm grateful that I didn't catch a cold until after Christmas, and I get to go into the new year with a sexy husky voice. Happy New Year. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Lisa. There is a New Year's Eve celebration. It's done for the kids. You guys are really on to something, but they beat you to it. Love the show. Happy New Year. Hi. Um, maybe it's just me, but hopefully other people feel the same. I really enjoy the dramatic reading of recipe stories. So that would be really awesome if you could bring that back or you can create your own story on a favorite recipe that you have. But I just thought I'd bring that up because it's been a while and I really loved it. All right. Bye. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents too. Love you. Bye.